Booyah, and it's time for the Game Sports Show. This is the In the Pocket Edition, Season 5, Episode 9. It is your host, David McKegg Jr. In the Pocket, presented by Sports Center Bar and Grill, Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario's best sports bar, not five years in a row now. It is hit six years in a row, has Sports Center Bar and Grill, and three years best wings, previously two, now it's three. The accolades continue to climb at Sports Center Bar and Grill, and that's why it is truly Susie Ontario's best sports bar. Congratulations to Frank Ligori, the staff, the whole crew at Sports Center Bar and Grill, the original home to the first ever live episode of the Game Sports Show in Sioux, Ontario, of course. Phone in a cup. Phone in a cup. And if everyone knows what that means, well, you can comment below and say what it means because it isn't something else that you may be thinking of. In the Pocket, Season 5, Episode 8 was last week. You definitely check that out. This week, of course, being 9. You know, last week being 8, this is 9. We are still on audio. We will be doing video uploads in the very near future, as promised in November. So in the coming weeks, maybe by Episode 11, around that region will probably be where we start doing video uploads, maybe 12, depending on when the game entertainment and media platform launches TGEM with all of your favorite podcasts from the game sports show, as well as much more. That's all I'm going to say. I'm going to try to tease every little show that we upload on the game sports show, what it's going to be about. It's kind of the worst kept secret in town, but you know what? I am still going to tease it for just for fun on the show, but you can follow sports center bar and grill Instagram, Facebook, or if you're in Sioux City, Ontario, go check them out. Can't miss it. Uh, if you're from out of town, well, you know what? Maybe just give them a follow on social media. Just if you feel like it, or maybe just remember to make sure you visit them. If you are from out of town or if you are in the U.S. of A, well, guess what? You can come over the border when you are ready to take a little travel, maybe downstate. Maybe you want to come up to Sioux, Ontario. If you're not from here. Well, we know we know a few people in the U.S. too. Yeah, we do. We certainly do. And the Game Sports Show, obviously, powered by the Game Entertainment Media. You can follow the Game Sports Show on all of our platforms. And you can just search us, and we're there. And you may have realized at the beginning of the show, there wasn't a usual introduction of the show. There wasn't a usual beat to the song. We are going through different edits with our introduction and conclusion song. So we kept it simple by just having me at the beginning, and you'll be hearing the same words at the end. I'm not going to say it because I can only say it twice during a show. So I'm going to get to introducing the guests. We have a lot to get to today and not as much time as we would like to have. I'm going to go first all the way in Escanaba, Michigan. He is, well, you can't see him. He's dressed really nice. He's still wearing Cleveland Brown colors on this broadcast. I am well, I'm not wearing my favorite team's color, despite a great victory by the Steelers this past week over those Cleveland Browns. But nonetheless, let's introduce a Cleveland Brown fan. As I said, Ness Canaba, Michigan. You know him. You love him. Maybe you don't love him, but we do. The one and only EJ Russell. EJ, my friend. How's you go? Yo, ho, ho. What's up, brethren? What's up? TGEM listeners, how y'all doing? Glad to be back, Dave. Um, sadly, I do have to admit, I owe you a growler. <laughs> Even though, what, what? Hold on, can we, can we point something out? And I know we, we don't get too personal on the show from time to time, but 
whatever it was you tried to text me that I owed you earlier, can I pay you that instead of a growler? Because I don't think that was even English. <laughs> what did he even he's like he's like oh can you get me like a ducker of something like yeah dude whatever that is i'll buy it oh like, <laughs> you know what a ducker it's a, it's a sex toy if anyone knows no i'm just kidding no it's not it's not a sex toy <laughs> no now it is yeah, now, now, now it, it is, is. <laughs> and now you have to now you have to explain to us dave what a ducker is it's to get a like, toy and you duck and it shoots no, no shooting. No shooting. <laughs> no, the only girls that can shoot things are ping pong balls, other, and that's uh, special occasions. Oh, this episode went from 14A to rated R, and I love it. Well, listen, this is a podcast, okay? If you guys uh, normally, I try to run a clean show, but y'all out here saying fuck and pussy, and <laughs> and we're gonna get nasty. Let's yeah. get nasty right off the rip, okay? If we're gonna get those listeners, let's get them in early. And let's go to somebody who, you know what, does keep us in line, EJ. Uh, he is. Because I would never do that. He's based in Sioux, Ontario. He's been with me since the beginning, essentially, of the launch of the show in Canada. He is on the Top Shelf Edition. He is on the In the Pocket Edition. He is, well, utility man, if you will, which is a good thing to be on when you're on a podcast. The one and only Justin freaking Heichel. What's going on, my friend? Actual middle initial right there. No, not really. But let's <laughs> do yeah, going all right. Yeah. So, uh, fucking another. Uh, we couldn't even give us two dates into November, and what we got snow. Yeah. Fuck. That's it. I God damn it. That's all. That's all. I got I had to get that out. I'm done. I'm not gonna. There's talk no. There's no snow here. I just thought I'd bring that up. Yeah. Shove it. <laughs> Great in Canada. The snow is coming. It's coming. Unfortunately, uh, it's, it's just a terrible feeling. You know, when you had to do a bunch of shit in the yard and you're looking at it like, well, now I'm fucked. Yeah, I'm not. Like, sure. I didn't. Uh, there's like dog landmines back there and now they're snow covered. So the real landmines actually. Well, and I'll give you this. So for those listeners of the show that care about our personal lives, my better half has decided that we're going to move in together and she's bringing her dogs. Um, and so I ran over there the other night to her old place, let the dogs out. And I probably dodged like 600 doggy bombs. Like I had to promise my landlord, like, oh no, we'll clean the shit up. Cause doggy bombs are a serious occupational hazard of dogs. Like they are. And people, you, you, it's a you hit a landmine and you come into your house. It's over. You're, you're, you're even if it's your wife's dog, she might kill you. Oh uh, man, it ruins a pair of work boots real fast. You just gotta shut them down. Spray if their the work boots, if they have the their shed. work boots, just yeah. If their work boots, it doesn't matter. No, so it does. You still gotta wear them to work. You don't want to be. Who gives a shit? No You're working. Thing. Nobody cares about what you smell like at work. You're there to do a job. Yeah, well, they kind of care what I smell like. It sucks. But you have. Well, you're in HR. You don't have a real job. <laughs> you could smell like whatever oh! you want. You work in HR. I could. That's so true. No one can say. Dave shit writes to you. the policies. Literally, no one can say shit to me. You can you can sit there and shit your pants in a meeting and no one can say anything to you. <laughs> See, but the one thing you don't pick up is diarrhea. That's hard to pick up. You got to hose that shit. Or if you're in public, literally, you can't do anything about it. It's easier to pick up gonorrhea. Yikes. Spicy. Yikes. So this show just goes the other direction. Love it. Now, get into football because this is in the pocket. We have fun. Then a little bit of fun on the five minutes of that intro or so. We got a lot to get to. As I mentioned, there's a little bit of time. We don't have Tyler join the show today. Obviously, it's just... 
us three, which, you know, we make that work. We have a usual four, actually five, but that other fifth member has been MIA the entirety of the season. And I'm going to call them out every week. And I think everybody knows who I'm talking about on this panel. Uh, but I won't say names. Say, no, say his name. That's fair. Jamie Antonello uh, has not been available. He's been coaching or he's been working or he's just been MIA. Nonetheless, I am hoping that he is able to come on soon before season ends for sure, because uh, he's obviously been a part of this uh, program with uh, in the pocket since it started as well. Well, and I would like to give him a hard time because he has been here for so long and he's not, I wouldn't make fun of him if he was Tyler, <laughs> but because he's Anto like, no dude, we're, we're on your ass. Like you have no excuse for not being here. We love you. Everyone loves when you're here. We have to make fun of you. If you're not, love we're required. I'm sure he'll definitely tune in that. And I love that, but fellas football, we're going to talk a little bit of pieces last week. Uh, then we're going to jump into the pick them and then talk this week. And then we're done. Nice, short, brief, and fun is what we're going to have here uh, for in the pocket episode nine of season five, EJ, you first Heichel after EJ, you can certainly just jump on in. And I'm going to let you two go back and forth about last week a little bit. I'll jump in more when we talk about next week. Uh, but I want to give EJ the floor a little bit uh, in regards to last week as well. EJ, if you'd like, you can give some shout out to college football in that as well. Uh, I'll give one quick shout out to college football. Congratulations to Michigan State. Stepping on big brother. Find a way to win and find your way into this year's first um, official college football playoff standing. So congratulations to Michigan state way to win the Paul Bunyan trophy way to win that game. And K nine, that kid, that running back for Michigan state might've just put his Heisman stamp on the year if they can win out. Okay. Um, I'll briefly say my Cleveland Browns lost to Pittsburgh Steelers in a game where I thought we underperformed, but there's two places that I'm going to choose to highlight this week. Um, Von Miller's to the Rams. Like I, I I'm sorry that, this is an overly popular piece of information to talk about, but this just changes the whole landscape out West. Now the Los Angeles Rams with Sean McVay, who's probably the best young mind in college, excuse me, in the national football league. You have Matt Stafford. Who's arguably a hall of fame quarterback before he even steps into LA. And this is a team that just cut this on Jackson. They're, they're, they're firming themselves up. They have Aaron Donald. They have Jalen Ramsey. They have so many incredible pieces. Cooper Cup is probably the, the best top 10 wide receiver in the National Football League that nobody talks about. And I'm saying he's the best top 10 receiver that no one talks about. Okay. The Los Angeles Rams having gotten Von Miller from the Broncos in the way that they did. So, and they only traded second, what was it, second round picks for it? Two second rounders. Is that correct, Dave? You're not okay. Um, they got away with that deal and an absolutely incredible way to move on beyond what they're doing in Denver and really give Matthew Stafford, Sean McVay, and this Los Angeles Rams team who looked like they were championship contenders coming into this. Now they might as well be the favorites the rest of the way. So, so congratulations to them. The other big story that I was actually really surprised to not see happen. Deshaun Watson stays in Houston. And I thought that was a situation that really looked promising for, for teams like uh, the Miami Dolphins. And, and that could have been a very mutually uh, compensated trade. If that's the best, I don't think that that's the most appropriate language choice. Um, 
both teams could have been compensated appropriately and gotten what they thought was a fair deal in that. Um, not surprised to see Houston not move on, but they're going to have a really hard time in the next two years if they don't figure out the Deshaun thing by the end of this year. Because if it goes beyond this year, and I anticipate that it may, if it does, that's going to become more difficult to move him on after that. And if it gets to that point, Deshaun, ja- or excuse me, Deshaun Watson, who's been one of the best, I'd say one of the top four quarterbacks in this league every year that he's played, he might never see another NFL snap. And I am one that chooses to believe that a lot of this is blatant slander on the Houston Texans part. I've said that on the ESPN 1400 show. I would also like to put an asterisk on that and saying that if these accusations do come out to be true, shame on that young man. That's a horrific thing. It's just for me as somebody that's seen as much sports news as I have, I don't know. And I'm sorry. And this might be the system. And I apologize to the system if that's the case. I don't know that I wholeheartedly believe that this young man did this many or this amount of egregious acts. Sure. Everyone makes a mistake. Nobody's perfect. Look at what happened to Henry Ruggs the third this weekend. Okay. And, and I'm not at all going to stand behind his character because I do not know anything about him, but this might be the one thing that he ever did wrong in his career. And guess what? The guy's probably going to go to jail for the rest of his life. He's done. And if you haven't looked it up, it's a very tragic accident. He was speeding. Alcohol was involved. Uh, a young lady and her uh, companion, uh, pet companion, lost their lives. It's a very sad incident, but um, unfortunately, we all have to live with the choices that we live that, that we make. And I, I wholeheartedly believe that Deshaun Watson didn't make those egregious of mistakes. I think he is being slandered again. If I'm wrong, I will eat every one of these words. Uh, but the 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 bigger move for me outside of um, Von Miller going to the Rams was that Deshaun Watson didn't get dealt. Good points. Mike. Yeah. I mean, the Deshaun Watson thing kind of threw me off a little bit, but it was really kind of swept under the rugs. Well, and that's, and it's a hard one to talk on. Yeah. I just, I don't, if there's anything that professional sports has taught us, over the last two, three years, especially, you know, in the last couple weeks here, is that if something, if a team or a league wants something or someone to go away, it will, whether it's right or not. Well said. You know, and, and that's yeah, kind of. This is, this is a hell of I, a rabbit hole to go down, Hike. I know, I know, but I, I just think Deshaun Watson, like, I think he's getting submarined a little bit here. I'm not saying that he's, t- I'm not trying to totally exonerate him. Okay. Can I ask you a question? And I'll let you finish after. I just want to get this in. You don't want to totally exonerate him. That's fine. But then what did he do to have the league submarine him? I'll let you finish. I'm not really sure. Like, I just, is he one of these guys that wasn't towing the line and this was something that was supposed to scare him and now it's spiraling out of control? I just, I can't, I don't, I don't have a good read on this, but I just don't think we're getting all the facts. So as a coach, if you could, 
and, and Dave, I'll try hijack this for a second just because I want to dig here for a minute. Oh, yeah. It, it, hike, you're a guy that coaches young minds, okay? If you could ask Deshaun Watson two questions right now, what would those two questions be? I I honestly don't know. Like, And it stays – if it were to stay between you two, I'm not asking you to – speculate as to what he'd say what would your two questions be as a coach that gives a shit honestly it would probably be the same question i have for henry ruggs is what the fuck man like that's it you got the world by the balls why do you gotta be an idiot you know and everyone there's everyone does it it happens it's just you know, you're, everyone lives their life one bad decision away from fucking having things go sideways. And not necessarily even a bad decision. One decision. But that it's just a what the fuck in, you know, the Deshaun Watson situation. Like, you had the world by the balls. Everything's going your way. Why do you gotta, you know, what, if this is true, why, why? Why would you do that? Why would you do that to the team? Why would you, and, and not even for the team, if you don't care about the team and it's just a money play, you still got to think there's guys out there, there's kids out there that look up to you. There's guys that would do it for less money than what he's going to have to pay. A hundred percent. And to be and honest. And they wouldn't I tell think, anyone. And like, just from the I mean, Texans, all jokes aside. Like the Texans business, but you know what? Actually kind of jokes aside here. Like remember how many years ago everyone jumped on Chris Carter for telling these kids, you know, and like the, uh, like the pre-draft thing, you know, they need to have a fall guy or you need to have a guy that looks out for you. He's not, he's not fucking wrong. Some of these guys need to have a guy that's around them all the time. And says like, listen, no, it's not a fall guy, but it's just a, like they need to have a dad on staff that smacks him around. Kind of like the nineties uh, Cowboys had someone that just scraped Michael Irvin out of whatever parking lot he was in. You know what? Honestly, it, when it comes to that situation, you mentioned a key thing with having the world uh, by the balls, and you ha- these there's a lot of things like even outside of being an athlete in in the world of sports, is that this sadly occurs a lot. Like the number is really high. Like I don't have exact numbers. I don't. I'm not a. I don't have. I'm not going to sit here and say I know that how much of it goes on. But of course, when you're a celebrity under the lime, uh, limelight, you know, it, it's highlighted a lot more. And people always ask the question while well, it's happening everywhere. You know what? It's true. It is. You know what? It's, and it may not go as highlighted as this would. Okay. But it doesn't matter. This is highlighted. And Deshaun Watson being who he is, that's where it comes to having that responsibility as an athlete. It doesn't make, anything different if you're an athlete or not with that circumstance, it's not what I'm saying. But when you, when you're in that position, when you, you need to be able to coach your players, you need to be able to help educate your players because, you know, a lot of these athletes, maybe they have successful college careers, again, education, maybe they have that, uh, maybe they're able to control circumstances and situations, but then sometimes they're not able to control it. That I think it should be very imperative that teams uh, have sessions with players and proper sign-offs on how to get uh, and how, how to handle specific situations and situations related to this. Not, not these actions, situations, and those are two different things, right? And that's where with Deshaun Watson, he's literally 
ruining everything. Ruined. Ruined. Not ruining. Ruined. I think, you know, once you have all this happen to you, it's very tough to bounce back from, even if everything gets, quote, unquote, cleared off, whatever the word may be that you want to use. This is something that's always going to be a black cloud over him, right? And maybe he bounces back if something, if none of this was true. Maybe he comes and be this uh, and becomes a Deshaun Watson that we saw how many years back, a couple of years back in Houston, and maybe he gets a fresh start somewhere else. Two, two, three years ago that he was hot, right? Or maybe this comes true and then he's no longer taking another snap because he wouldn't be taking another snap and there'd be more to it than not taking another snap. And that's unfortunate. I think a lot of it is I forget what college you went through the top of my head, Deshaun Watson. Um, maybe EJ knows, but Clemson. Clemson. Okay. So when he went to Clemson, uh, thanks for that. You know, you're, you're there, you get, you're on a t- very good program for football, especially and school. And I, I don't think Clemson is like, it's not Harvard, Harvard. It's not like an Ivy league type thing, but it's a great, very good uh, school program. Right. And that's where, you know, you're maybe like, while well, this kid went to school, he went to college. How come he doesn't have that Intellect doesn't matter if you went to college or if you didn't go to college. If you just went to high school, someone can say someone uh, intellect and street smart to somebody that went to university okay, or college. It doesn't really matter. What I, like I said off the top, was teams should be I'm, assist their players be smarter in these situations because obviously a lot of these athletes are not. And, and going, and I, I appreciate, please get a formal education, Kay. I endorse that. But I don't have a formal education. And I would be very much willing to bet that my IQ is higher than most of the people that I talk to. Like, just because you have a formal education that doesn't make you better than somebody, please go get a formal education because it makes you far more educated uh, and it makes you a better person. But it doesn't mean you're better. Correct. And the thing that I want to, to put forth here is anybody can have any well rounded thought. And as long as you're okay with being challenged with it, then fine. Step up to the plate, put your argument out there, but have a well-rounded thought. Yeah. And that, like I said, EJ, I know we, um, the point was that I think teams uh, of, you know, the, the, these professional organizations should be having in their training for players that it's almost like an HR thing. If you want to have sign-offs, have training. Right, but you're always, but what I'm getting at is you're always going to have people that make mistakes, okay? You, you do your best as an individual to create well-rounded people and you're going to come out with a great product. Some of the best organizations that I've ever worked for, and, and some of them have fired me. Okay. Some of the best organizations that I've worked for were focused about people and organizations need to, and the NFL has tried to put forth the idea that they're caring about people more. I think actually the NHL has done one of the best jobs, um, uh, what's the uh, the player program, Dave? Give me the name for it. The uh, rehab program, please. Oh, you're the the, the player development, and player wellness program. What is it? Oh, I, I, I think it's like the NHL player wellness or something like yeah, that. Yeah, the NHL player wellness program. But like that, that's an absolute. That that to me shows me a league that actually cares about the, the making their players better. If we're gonna make this promise, let's actually do it, and let's give a little bit of credit to the NHL in the way that they've done it. NHL player assistance. And I know this is an NFL podcast, and normally I give crap when we talk NHL, but the NHL has that right. Yeah, well, the NHL has have had some issues. Right I, 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 think, I think the tricky part in this whole situation, too, is that 
a lot of these guys that are running into this trouble, I mean, especially for just, you know, the, the two guys we've talked about here in this segment, is that you're, they're, like, they're not very old. They're still kids. All their life has just been about is to get to the NFL. They've made it to the NFL. And none of us are perfect. There. No, no one's perfect. But there's just a lot of like, there's a lot of other life skills they've kind of missed out on because they've been so focused on football. And it's not a, it's not a bad thing. It's not a chirp. It's not a, I'm not trying to slight anyone. I'm not, it's not, not trying anything. to justify it's, either. It's just, no, not they at need all. A life it's, coach. It's, it's just, they kind of, that's, they just, they need someone else or instead of making them, you know, take basket weaving at Clemson or Alabama or these schools I'll, that they're I'll, going to just have, have like a going out and going to Home Depot with a generic dad and, you know, like doing regular people stuff. Well, every one of us here played sports and we went to camps out of town, right? We, yeah. we all know who our moms are, but do we, are we not all three of us blessed with like five or six other moms that always make sure that we're good? Like th- that's the kind of person that these people need. And the leagues need to be able to provide something that makes it feel like home. Like wherever we've gone, we've been very lucky that we've had other women or men that are, are our pseudo mothers and fathers. You know what I mean? We, we, there are people that aren't your mom and dad that you call mom or dad when you see them. Yep. Back. Those, the league needs to be able to provide people that can provide that level of trust. And that's a difficult thing to get past. And people are wondering de- probably why. There definitely has been like a huge downfall in the Campbell's Chunky Soup commercials of players and their moms. So, See that? well, it's because Donovan McNabb sucks at football now. See His mom was cool, though. The thing is, you have overall, I've, we're, we're talking about here, just so the listeners can kind of, if they're playing catch up, is that we're talking about obviously Deshaun Watson. And uh, you, obviously, um, you have instances that happened this past week, and we're, we've kind of not went off topic. Uh, we went to the direction of seeing how these players can maybe. We're talking about Henry Ruggs too. Oh, and what happened? Yeah, I forgot about Henry Ruggs. Thank you very much. That's just as actually extremely tragic, right? And it's both instances are happening in the NFL, and the NFL's had a, a lot of issues, even in the past domestic issues. You know, that's been a big thing. And these these players that are athletes, you bring up good points. Like that's your whole point. That's your life. You're playing football, like, and again, I'll bring up hockey. My life was hockey. I thought I was going to make it somewhere when I was, until I hit 19. And I realized that, yeah, this isn't going to be a thing. But for all my life, I'm thankful that, you know, until I didn't bloom in hockey until I was 14, 15 years old. And then two years after blooming, I went to junior. So it was a big bloom for me. But for those other 14 years, I grew up in different hockey level ranks and I was playing at different levels. And I'm probably actually thankful I didn't play in a select system because then maybe that would have made a different personality out of me. I developed more personal skills. It's a lot of my close family friends are old coaches, right? It's, it, it transformed me in a different way. And then these players that have played have been playing competitive football their entire life, they get everything handed to them and they go over to college and do they get degrees? I don't know. I can tell you stuff right now that there's been players. I'm not going to say the organization's names. because I know multiple of them. So people don't think, you know what I'm talking about, but I do know that I've seen players that have played at high levels stand up in a classroom and say, I don't need to be here because I I'm going to be playing in blah, blah, blah league pretty soon. Okay. And I, I can name one guy right now. I'm not going to, because if this gets out and gets to him, not that there'd be scrutiny, I just don't need any drama to come back to the game sports show, even though it'd probably be pretty funny. Uh, I, I really think that these players just need the extra, mm, you know, that extra guidance of that. Cause their whole life, I've, like you said, hike has been just 
absorbed and hurricaned in, in football or hockey or baseball, tennis, whatever you're, whatever you're doing, it's always good to have that socialism involved. And that's sometimes the greatest education of them all is just being around people and developing those common sense, those, those skills that can help you get through in life and make those mature and proper decisions. And I'm not doubting Deshaun Watts. Maybe he had this proper, maybe everything happened is this was just one night, but guess what? That one night, that one incident can ruin your entire life. And it happened to both players uh, just last week. And uh, you know, if Deshaun Watson gets off, I can't, a lot of these things coming forward, reading all the articles, doesn't look good for him for getting off. Uh, and if he does, it's going to be something over his head for a long time. And if he's a true athlete, he'll get over, uh, get through it uh, or he'll let it get to him. But hopefully all this is not true just for the sake of himself, but also for the women. But it doesn't look great looking at the stories. And if it is true what he did, I hope he doesn't ever play a snap. And I hope he does feel uh, the punishment for it because that's not appropriate. That shouldn't be tolerated. That's bullshit. Uh, it doesn't matter who you are. Uh, it doesn't matter. All this training that I set aside, doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't make you above anybody. And I hope that if all of it's true, that proper punishment is laid to him. Okay. And obviously, other side for rugs, that's a complete tragedy. That's sad. You know, that's a, that's, that's a whole other conversation with Watson. That's a whole other conversation as well. Okay. So any final top uh, points with that before we proceed to uh, next uh, following week? I think EJ's good. Hike's good. Yeah, we're good. We're good. This week, fellas, uh, Hike, I'm going to go over to you. Uh, the Pick'em. Please uh, give us the updated standings for the Pick'em. Uh, I say that while laughing uh, because no one can see the video right now because we don't have video upload yet, but EJ is giving me the bird right now. And if anyone doesn't know what the bird is, well, search it on Google. And while you're on Google, search the game sports show. And before Hike announces that, I'm just going to remind you that this edition is presented by Sports Center Bar and Grill. Sue Samir Ontario's best sports bar six years in a row. Wow, that's great to say. Three years best wings. And yes, I'm sitting here having a Northern Superior Brewing Company and having a Northern Superior Lager. Okay, I'm sitting here sipping. It's on called it. a cheat. It's called a cheater lager. No, it's so good. It's so good. No one can see this. <laughs> original lager, and it's going down smoothly with this great edition of In the Pocket. Hut, hut, hike. Take it away for the updated standings for Pickham, and let's get into this upcoming week that will lead us to our conclusion of today's show. Well, uh, we got Asterix in first place with uh, 84 points. Uh, then Mayfield of Dreams in second place with 83 points. Yeah, baby. And uh, Tyler and I are in the basement at 72 apiece. A what lot a of garbage week last week was. Holy cow. I think I only got nine points last week. I think I only got nine right. Oh, yeah, yeah. Nine points. What a terrible, no, last, terrible last week you had. Last week was a rough week for any for everyone. But you know what I did? And this actually makes me a little bit mad because there were at least three games that I lost. I want to pick the other way that I was just like, no, just just take the odds this week. There's no way Dave goes past. You can just take the popular pick. No, that went swimmingly. So, you know what? Screw you. I still and by the way, uh, virtual shake, shake, shake. I do owe Dave a growler beer uh, for the Steelers beating the Browns or a ducker. Yeah, or, sorry, a, sorry, a, a ducker of beer. <laughs> what was I typing? Was I like out of it? Sleep? What time of day did I send that to you? Dude, I don't know. I don't even remember when I sent that. You might have called it a, a mallard or a waterfall. Who cares? Oh my god, <laughs> my mind went. Where my someone else took over. Someone else took over. So hike. Blame it on the uh, 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 alcohol. So <laughs> what we're gonna do 
It might have been. Uh, no. Uh, but I'm going to go to Hike first. The two is his for the week. All my picks are in. I think everyone else's picks should be in as well as we ensure that we get them in before the show. The tonight of uh, tonight's recording right now as we sit here is uh, Wednesday, November the 3rd. Some of you may hear this night of. You might hear it the following day. Either way, the games don't start till Thursday. So it doesn't matter if it even starts Thursday because that's only one game. So going into Sunday, this is still relative content for you to listen to. Because if it's a couple days later, don't turn off. Still listen to us. Heck, if it's three weeks from now, still listen to us. We have great content all the time. All right. And if you haven't heard us, just go back and listen a while back. We've been doing this for five seasons. Yeah, it's a lot. There's a lot. Well, Hike, there's, take it there's away. some content. A lot. Take us away with your picks this week. Hike, we'll go to you first. EJ second. And then first place asterisks last. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I'm going to take the Colts this week over the Jets, even though Carson Wentz can go fuck himself after last week. Fucking guy doesn't. Yeah, I'm just, not moving on. Uh, Cincinnati over Cleveland, Dallas over Denver. I'm taking Houston over Miami um, only because that's, I, I don't know, like flip a coin. Uh, the Atlanta, New Orleans one, I've got Atlanta. I'm torn. I'm locking in Atlanta. Uh, Vegas over the Giants, New England over Carolina, Buffalo over Jacksonville, Baltimore over Minnesota, uh, the Chargers over Philly. Kansas City over Green Bay, Arizona over San Fran, the Rams over Tennessee, Pittsburgh over Chicago. Uh, as for the tiebreakers, we got uh, for the scores, I got Pittsburgh 24, Chicago 14, and uh, the Rams 24, Tennessee, or the Rams 42, Tennessee 24, most points Buffalo, fewest points Miami. Whoa, picks, picks, picks. EJ. Okay, I'm going to take my time and sip on this wine while I decide this second game. I, I really need a minute for the Browns-Bengals game. Wine brought to you by Northern Superior Brewing Company. <laughs> by Northern Superior Brewing Company, uh, where it's a northern wine. thing. They do wine. No, they, don't. I mean, um, they don't do wine. I'm just kidding. <laughs> all right, here we go. I'm going to go Colts over the Jets. I am going to take the Browns on the road over the Bengals, and here's why. I think Baker Mayfield answers some noise. I think Nick Chubb comes back, has a good game, and Ernest Johnson is going to continue to produce for the Cleveland Browns. I think Cincinnati loses um, one of the few games that they will. I, I actually think that they might be the favorite to win the division this year over Baltimore. Uh, but I'll take the Browns on the road, uh, 1 o'clock in Cincinnati. Uh, Cowboys over the Broncos. I'm going to take Finns over the Texans. Falcons, I like over the Saints. I, I just don't know if, if Taysom Hill um, is going to be a match for Matt Ryan and what is probably, in most leagues, the most valuable fantasy pickup this year in, in Corderell Patterson, who can play wide receiver, running back. You can put him in three different spots, and he's probably been the one guy that you haven't drafted that has added the most points to your team. If you don't have him, you better find a way to get him. Okay, Falcons over the Saints. I'll take Raiders over the Giants. Ever since the, the coaching decision has been made there, the Raiders have found a way to rally behind that. I'll take Patriots over the Panthers. I think Mac Jones finds a way to get his third straight win there. Bills over the ja uh, excuse me. Yeah, correct. Excuse me. Bills over the Jaguars. Ravens over the Vikings. I think that that's probably about a six-point game, though, because Minnesota has found a way to be involved in everything. 
and, and Baltimore in these games where they should win don't perform the way they're supposed to. So I should see, I could see this being like a 17, 14, 17, 21 type of game, late field goal deciding it. Uh, but I'll take the Ravens here. Uh, Chargers over the Eagles. I will take the Chiefs at home over the Packers. That has absolutely nothing to do with the fact that Aaron Rodgers is out, though. I just think that the Chiefs need to find a way to win that game. You got to do it at home. Okay, so I'm going to take the Chiefs here. Cardinals over the Niners on the road. Titans, no way. Sorry, Rams uh, and Steelers over the Bears. Uh, for my tiebreakers this week, Chicago 10, Steelers 27. Titans 7, Rams 42. Lowest scoring, Rams, or excuse me, most points, Rams, lowest scoring, Titans. Derrick Henry injury is going to be a tough one for them. I don't know. Here's the thing. Okay. So look at last year for the Cleveland Browns when we were actually a very good rushing team. Okay. Uh, When our entire wide receiver core got hurt with COVID, it didn't matter who our running backs were. There was nothing we can do. Okay. You can't have a running game without passing. You can't have a passing game without rushing. I think Tennessee is going to struggle this week. Well, I hope second place stays good with you, EJ. Uh, just kidding. Just kidding. I have to get my digs in. Get my digs in. Honestly, I wanted to pick Cincinnati over the Browns, but I'm going to pick the Browns just hoping that I beat you with that one. So this week, you know, and a lot of the weeks in the National Football League, I feel like there's always an element for a lot of games surprises. Everyone knows that I kind of go bold with a few picks. I kind of kept it a little safe this week. But not really. I, I, you're bold. You're bold with your picks when you make them. I sometimes close my eyes as well. Breaking news. Uh, but start off. I got Colts over the Jets, Bengals over the Browns, Cowboys over the Broncos, Dolphins over the Texans, Saints over the Falcons, Raiders over the Giants. I got the Panthers over the Patriots this week. The Bills over the Jags. I got the Ravens over the Vikings. I got the Chargers over the Eagles, the Chiefs over the Packers this week. Another upset I'm choosing. Cardinals over the Niners, Rams over the Titans, and the Steelers are going to defeat the Bears. Tiebreaker, 28-14 Steelers. Then I got 34-21 Rams over the Titans. Most points this week, Buffalo least Jacksonville. And this is the fifth time this year I've picked Jacksonville uh, to have the least points in a week. I guess it's a common trend. So those are the picks for myself this week. And the game that I would say uh, would be the toilet bowl of the week. And I, I don't know if people are going to agree with me, but I'm going to say the toilet bowl for this game this week is a toss up between the Giants Raiders or Patriots Panthers. And I'm going to go with the Patriots Panthers as my toilet bowl for the week for the game that I'm excited to watch this week is actually the Packers and Chiefs. I know the Chiefs haven't lived up the expectations this year, but they got to turn around somehow. They got Mahomes. That, that might be the toilet bowl this week. And honestly, I think that Mahomes <laughs> is going to have to turn something around. And he... I know that, Hike, you're stuff. laughing. I know that sounds stupid, but that might be the toilet bowl this week. No, the, I, it's, I don't think it's going to be a good game to watch. No, I think the Colts and Jets is also another game maybe not to watch. A lot of games this week that may not be games to really watch, but never mind. Those Jets unis are pretty solid last week. I love those friggin' helmets. Those are sharp. Those might have to be our new colors here on the games portion. I'm just kidding. Jets. I'm just, Gang green. They, 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 uh, we go with the lime green. You know, we won't steal the Jets green because, you know, they don't have many much success as of late. So maybe I shouldn't do that. Uh, but 
you have teams this week that are pivotal weeks. And I think the Steelers go with a biased pin in here. You know, you're behind a game in the division over the Ravens and the Bengals. And obviously this week, I think the Ravens over the Vikings is fair. Uh, the Bengals over the Browns, tough, tough matchup, right? But very pivotal division game there. I've said pivotal four different times. Uh, so you, but you have the Bengals right now that I think in the Browns are in that tight game, but the Ravens are expected to win this week. So if the Steelers want to maintain the relevance in the division, and they're going to have to win that game, uh, the Monday nighter. And I obviously they're the favorite to win. They should win the game, but you don't know what's going to happen. So I think this is big. The Steelers had a bad start. They need to really change it around. Uh, but in terms of big games that those games between the Browns, Bengals, Steelers, Bears, Ravens, and the Vikings, that division starting to get real tight and games are really going to matter going down now earlier in the season, which makes football uh, very exciting to watch, but I still can't count out the chiefs. I still, I don't think they're not, I've said this before. They're not going to win the super bowl this year. I didn't predict them to win, but they're still too good to not be a playoff team. Okay. So I think this is a team that still will make the playoffs. If they got Patrick Mahomes at the gun and they have a lot of guys on that roster that can still get the job done. I mean, I just, I just don't They've know. They've all been underperforming, though. Just saying. Yeah, they, but they got to pick it up sometime soon. It happens. Sometimes you catch fire late. This is week nine uh, out of 17. You know, you have a lot of games to go. The, the Chiefs can get successful and get rolling. I think if there's a team that's going to be dangerous, it's them. But everyone's got to love the Cardinals. You both got to love the Cardinals. I've said that since day one. I love that team. No, I don't. I, I think the Cardinals are <laughs> a great team to watch. Uh, but, of course, uh, J.J. Watts uh, will be uh, not really playing uh, for the remainder of this year. But overall, this is still a very exciting team to watch. Uh, but lots going to happen. I think 9, 10, 11, those are the weeks that are separations are really going to kick in or you're going to really see how the division are going to be down the wire to the last game. And that 17th week is going to be huge in a lot of divisions this year. So that's our pick them here. So we're going to about to close off the show. I want to go to EJ hike, give you guys the floor, and then you're going to come back to me to close up the show. Any final remarks, any comments, any shout outs, anything going on this week that you want to share, feel free. EJ first hike second. I would just like to say that this uh, pick them segment is in question for the rest of the year. Asterix. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate the kindness. You guys let me have that. Asterix. You guys let me have my first week. I appreciate it. Hike. Dave McCastrix. <laughs> yeah. If, if, if we give out a title at the end of this, it's going to be a trophy with a little asterisk on the top. You know, we should call the championship belt. The asterisk champion. No, we're not calling. We it should, that. we just... should call it lies. If you win it. You know, we should put, you know how there's a name bar at the bottom, put David Asterix McKeg. I'll do that. Okay. If I win it, I'll put David Asterix McKeg. How's that sound? You, you and the Ravens can go hang out with the other the <laughs> fraud department. Oh God. Yes. And you know what? Hi, good job on getting the math. I know it's pretty easy. I was 12 and four the first week, so it's pretty easy to do math, but you can do a good job keeping the, the standings up. to check. I'm not, I'm not sure if that was a compliment or not. You kind of said that that's a compliment. And then you said, but it's actually kind of just easy to do math. So. <laughs> it's Congrat- congratulations on doing numbers. Sweet. Good job, Dave. Way to make everyone feel rude. No, honestly, I did. I thought of that after I said it, but yeah. Champion of HR. Dave. Can we just sign off? I don't want to be here anymore now. All right. Okay. I'm a, I'm offended. He I him am, is offended. Everyone, Jesus Christ! I'm I'm backing out of this. <laughs> Mike, have a good night, EJ. 
have a good night. Uh, Hike, we'll be on for top shelf this week. We will have a top shelf edition uh, this week. And don't worry, EJ, one day you'll get a hockey show as well. Uh, my hockey guy is the only guy who is here every time is Hike. And that's no offense to Dane or Alex or Brooksy or Flood. Okay, they, they're, they're, they're all busy. Just, you know, Hike makes it work a little extra than everybody else. Okay, that's why he gets paid more than everybody else. Wait a minute. Everyone else is getting paid. <laughs> Nonetheless, I want to say thank you uh, to Hike and to EJ for taking the time uh, to come on the show here. And as I just mentioned, we will have a top shelf edition. We have a uh, strike zone edition this week as well. We had our ESPN 1400 edition this week. Uh, I want to make sure I announce to everybody that we will not have a special edition upload until we transition to YouTube, which we project to be by November the 19th. That is kind of the date that we're aiming for. It might be the 26th. Heck, it might be the 12th. But between next Friday and the next couple of Fridays, I've got to start planning to keep an eye on YouTube for TGEM. But our first special edition upload uh, and our next special edition upload will be on one of those days. The date will be further announced when, of course, concluded. And it will be with Theo Flurry the first video uploads of the game sports show special edition uh, presented by little Caesars pizza history. That's big news. That is uh, going to be a big episode of the special edition. Everyone's going to ask was asking me, well, Dave, when you upload that, are you going to be changing the episode numbers? No, uh, but uh, we might make some alterations to the title, but that will be special edition 48. That will be the first upload on the YouTube channel uh, for the game sports show and TGEM it within the TGEM sports category platform. So just want to let everybody know that if they're waiting to see it, but we still got other editions. You can tune into their special edition. There's 47 of them. We have a lot of great guests on there. If you want to listen to some funny podcasts, it's all relevant information. It's all updating about the stories and backgrounds of those players. So you can tune into that. Thank you again to hike. Thanks EJ followers hit like follow subscribe and all the platforms. And I'm here to remind you, keep your stick on the ice, swing your bats, catch your touchdowns, drain your threes and shoot your shots. Booyah.